This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Next on Plains FM, Matt talks with inspirational decision makers on Business Leaders New Zealand. Hello and welcome to Business Leaders New Zealand here on Plains FM 96.9. The show comes to you each fortnight on Mondays from 11am. Business Leaders New Zealand aims to shine light on those making a positive impact in the world. What began as a social group on LinkedIn is rapidly turning into a community of like-minded professionals from sole traders to the executive decision makers. A big thank you to our sponsors, Advanced Safety, the locally owned health and safety consultancy that is proudly keeping health and safety simple. Reach out to the team at advancedsafety.co.nz to book your free 15-minute consult to discover how Advanced Safety can help your business champion health and safety once and for all. Be sure to join the discussion on the Facebook group page, Business Leaders New Zealand, where you can post your questions, share your stories, and tell us what you think of the show. You're listening to Business Leaders New Zealand here on Plains FM 96.9. On today's episode, we are lucky to be joined by Rebecca Davison. Rebecca is an intuition expert and conscious thought leader who is passionate about people activating their innate ability to experience abundance and joy through the development of their intuition. An international speaker, writer and mentor, she empowers people to break loose from their own limitations and to live the life deep down they know is possible one filled with opportunity, fulfillment, and pleasure. So uh, many listeners here will know Rebecca from her wildly popular show, Find Your Bliss, which airs on Plains of Him every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. So Rebecca, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Matt. It's great to be here. Yeah, likewise. I'm really excited by today's session. Um, I've been lucky enough to have known Rebecca now for the best part of three years. Um, she has certainly um, empowered and emboldened me with her knowledge and, and skills and expertise, um, helped me to become a better um, business leader and manager, and also a better partner at home. So um, I'm excited to explore your story and mm-hmm. to hopefully um, empower our listeners today. Yay. Yay. So, um, Rebecca, for those of um, our listeners that haven't had the opportunity to um, see you or, or hear from you, mm-hmm. um, let's go right back to the beginning. Let's find out what your background is. Where, where do you come from? Uh, what, what's some of your background story, Beck? Oh, goodness. So going way back, um, I actually, I was born in Christchurch, Mm -hmm. but I grew up in the very popular destination of Colverdon, which is um, about 90 minutes north of Christchurch, so just on the outskirts there. So daughter of a farmer, and actually I'm a fifth generation New Zealander. Mm. So my great-grandfather actually saw one of the first warships coming sailing into New Zealand. So long history, and but have Scottish ancestry mostly. Excellent. And um, But yeah, I grew up on a farm and then made a big move when I was about six years old, going on seven, and moved out to another property that was a family-owned property in Banks Peninsula. 
so which had a lot of history about it and um, had been in the family for a long time. So that was a huge turning point in my life in Mm. regards to being uplifted and moving into a different environment and destination. And um, when we first went to that property, the very first morning that I woke up, I walked downstairs and mum had put a fruit bowl out on the table and mice ran off it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So the house needed to be rewired, replumbed, refurnished. Um, I think there was some re-roofing that went on as well. The electrician, because the house was pretty big, the electrician lived with us for like a month. So it was a very, um, going from just like a regular, you know, going to school, experiencing life, growing up on a farm, and then growing into this environment where the house was really big. People told us it was haunted, you know, as a little kid. That was a really big thing. Um, And it kind of, you know, there were definitely spirits there, but they were mostly family members. Uh, So it was, yeah, it was an amazing experience in terms of um, witnessing my parents take a massive risk Mm. and that is a huge thing in terms of your own ability to show up what's being modelled to you. Mm, I love that and and knowing you well I know that that particular age period is is one of the, Mm -hmm. the key times of our lives where we're taking on board so much from our, our environment and surroundings. So Totally. You're a in a moment. different brain state. You're mm. in the theta brain state, usually until about eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And then you shift into, you know, separating out from your parents around 10 is actually a really important age. That's when we often learn what it is to be good and to come into alignment with all the rules that society has. And often, as we become older, we need to learn how to undo all those so we can experience that freedom mm. that we want to experience. Yeah, yeah, that definitely resonates. So I've got lots of kids at home, and um, most of them are, well, four out of the five are under 10. Mm. And so I can totally appreciate the fact that at the moment they are just you know, unpredictable little monsters. Yeah. Um, and our oldest, he's now 12. And yeah, within the last couple of years, it seems like he's become far more settled. So mm-hmm. it definitely, definitely mm-hmm. rings true to me, that's for sure. So for someone who is immensely um, in touch with intuition mm-hmm. and, and um, you know, that, that gut feel, mm-hmm. uh, where, when do you first remember um, being aware of that and tapping into that? Uh, it's always when you're young. Because I think when you're young, you're so open. I think everybody would agree with that. Um, I remember there was one experience when I met this older gentleman who was actually from the UK, and he spoke in a British accent, and he was like, how do you do? And I was probably about seven years old at the time, and I was like, I'm good, thanks. But then that feeling that I had done something wrong, because, of course, the appropriate response was to say back, how do you do? Mm. But as a kid, you don't know that. So I think also, too, which is about authenticity, and I've had several circumstances over my life where I've just said something that is true, but I've noticed that it's made people feel uncomfortable because they don't want to look at it, they don't want to address it, they think that talking about the truth is somehow inflammatory. Mm -hmm. as opposed to just maybe looking at and dealing with whatever the feelings are that come up. Mm -hmm. So I've always been a truth seeker, I think is probably one of the, um, and of course your intuition always shows you the truth if you're willing to see it. Yeah, I love that. And I know that um, uh, those instinctive attributes can either um, uh, benefit you, particularly in the business world, Mm -hmm. or more likely actually cause conflict and challenge. And I know we'll we'll touch on some of that a bit Mm -hmm. later. Mm 
But as you um, as you've grown older, um, you then eventually went to travel overseas for for, yeah. for quite some time. So yeah, yeah. so. I've been really fortunate, actually, that I've travelled a lot. It's definitely in my blood. And um, I remember going overseas and getting to London for the first time and walking down the street and just feeling so happy because I was anonymous. You know, Christchurch is a small place and um, I'd grown up in an environment where people aren't necessarily that aware, that conscious, and also because of that, not necessarily so open. You know, it's a bit of a standing joke, right, in Christchurch that people say, what school did you go to Mm -hmm. to establish, you know, where you're at? So um, it was great to be in an environment where I was free and clear from that. Travelling was um, amazing. I actually spent six months in the United States, travelling through the United States in a van with my boyfriend at the time, and that was very illuminating, especially in terms of autonomy me, right? You could just get up and go wherever you wanted to go. It was incredible. Great opportunity. And had some really magical experiences from that. Mm. Like going to Havasupai, which I would consider still one of the similar wonders of the world. It's a beautiful waterfall in an Indian reservation that you have to walk down into. It's about 50 miles west, I think, of the main Grand Canyon entrance. Mm -hmm. So if anybody's interested in going and checking that out. um, London was amazing. I was pretty unhappy, though, during a lot of that time because I had left my boyfriend behind. Mm. And... um, You know, London can be pretty tough anyway, but if you're unhappy, it can be real, real tough. Mm -hmm. So it was, uh, you know, there was still some fun times, but it was probably learning a lot about my own emotional landscape at that point in time. Mm. Had some good times, worked at Designers Guild, which was a beautiful um, design store on King's Road. So that was kind of fun because there were a lot of celebrities who came in there, had to run after Elle McPherson one day and give her her credit card back. (laughs) You know, there was a lot of celebrity spotting and stuff like that. Robbie Williams actually came once into a restaurant that I was walking in. I didn't even know who he was. I told him he was going to have to wait for a table. Everybody was like, oh, I can't believe you did that. So it was fun for that kind of stuff. But, of course, that's very, you know, that's surface. Mm. So um, I eventually came back home and I was like, you know, I've got to do what society says, which is get yourself together, mm-hmm. right? And uh, that's when I started to go into banking. Mm. And I did 13 years in banking, and I'm very grateful for it. It taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. Taught me a lot about values and what I value and how my values didn't match up necessarily with that corporate environment. Um, but I'm so grateful for what I learned there. Mm. I was actually really fortunate. Five of those 13 years, I actually worked in private bank, which was for high net worth customers. Mm. So I literally had the experience of my last day as a banking advisor. Um, you know, I was being yelled and screamed at by a client who was like wanting money to, you know, to put nappies on her baby. Mm-hmm. But she had, you know, she had spent all her money and within credit policy, I couldn't extend that. To the next day, speaking to a private bank client who was welcoming me to private bank. So the contrast was extreme. And I know that's, you know, there's often lots of different circumstances surrounding that. But I was, it made me really curious about how people viewed money and what their emotional relationship is with money, Mm. which is fascinating, which is so important as a business owner Mm -hmm. and also as a leader. Absolutely. So, and I think you always go to those places where you need to learn. Yep. 
Definitely. So, yeah, you teach what it is that you need to learn. So, because it's a bit of a running joke, too, that bankers are often terrible with their money. <laughs> <laughs> so, you go, you go to, the, you're attracted to the banking industry to kind of get on top of that, right? Mm. So, it was an amazing opportunity. But um, I did realize, you know, and it took me a long time to figure it out that there wasn't something wrong with me. It's just that one of my highest values was freedom. Mm. And I wasn't experiencing that right. in my nine to five. Mm. You have to be here at this time. Your lunchtime is at this time. You mm. know, that felt like prison for me. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. This is a really wonderful point to just take a, 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 a pause as a bit of a cliffhanger because mm. I think this is where we're, we're going to begin to understand the turning point in your mm-hmm. journey. Uh, for our listeners, um, we are joined here today with uh, Rebecca Davison, uh, intuitive uh, life coach, um, uh, mentor to many business leaders and um, uh, executive suite people from across the country, international level. Uh, we're going to take a quick pause. Um, you're here on Plains FM 96.9, and this is Yellow by Coldplay.
Listening to Business Leaders New Zealand here on Plains FM 96.9. On today's episode, we are joined by Rebecca Davison. Rebecca is an intuition expert, spiritual guide, and change facilitator for individuals and business leaders alike. Now, we've just um, uh, had the uh, the privilege of hearing uh, about Rebecca's uh, background, uh, where she was born, um, her first memories of um, uh, realizing that what she had to say and what she felt was uh, a reflection not only on her her own thoughts, but also where uh, the people she was speaking to, uh, where their heads were at and, and their own insecurities. We also heard how she found herself in the um, in the banking world and where um, she began to realise that that perhaps wasn't her, her purpose. And so which leads us really nicely into discovering um, her turning point, what led you from being successful in, in the, the corporate nine to five business world what what was that point in time that made you realise now's the, the time to make that change? There's two ways to answer that question and because the first way is it's always multifaceted, right? It's a layering process before you get to the crunch point, right? However, if I was going to pin it back to a moment in time, it was probably a conversation that I had with my mum and I remember saying to her I was crying because around this time too I'd gone through a divorce Mm. so that was really unsettling I was like what was that all about Um, but I said to my mum on the phone I want to live a big life and it was kind of like a declaration out into the universe right but I had also said to her that going to work it feels like I'm wearing armour Right? Like I, it's heavy, like I have to put on this defence mechanism to be in this environment. And there was definitely a hierarchy. You definitely knew your place and you were definitely told to feel grateful for what you had, even though it was limited. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know how sometimes you can't see the wood for the trees? Because I was remember sitting at my desk and one of the credit managers actually came over and I used to have all these inspiring quotes behind my desk, so I'd be looking at them, keeping my mind in the place where I wanted it to go. However, if somebody had said to me, oh, you're going to end up being an intuition coach, I would have been like, what, what on earth is that? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that means. And a lot of people don't because they don't know what their intuition is, mm-hmm. which is their inner truth and guidance. 
And which is ironic, right, that I'm sitting there in this space where I can't really see it because that's what happens. We have to peel back the layers to get more clarity to be able to see the truth. So I really got to a point where I was like, this is, I can't do this anymore. This is causing me so much pain and it wasn't the people and eventually I worked out it wasn't me because of course I was making myself wrong, thinking I should be grateful, I've got this amazing job, I'm being paid very well, it's very, um, you know, it was kind of exclusive to work in private bank especially and the universe really helped me out because my job became disestablished. Now, if that's not a sign, I don't know what is, because the universe is just basically saying you're in the wrong place. You need to move on. And life has a tendency to do this. So what people often to listening, you need to realize that unfortunate circumstances always have a gift. So look for the gift. You know, and I remember, too, my ego had a field day. You know, I was ranting and raving and saying how unfair it was and this is so unjust. Looking back, it's like, thank you so much because that was the best thing that could have happened to Mm -hmm. me. Even though I was scared, I knew that something had to change even though I didn't know where I was going to end up. Mm -hmm. And that's huge, right? They always talk about take the first step on the staircase because you can't see the whole thing, but you need to take that step. And that's often the intuitive pathway is taking a step and the ground's not even underneath your feet yet. Mm -hmm. But as your foot comes down, the ground will appear. And that takes courage, right? So we need to cultivate courage. Mm Yeah, yeah, to be able brilliant. to take those steps. I, I love that, Beck, and I think it's really obvious why, um, for those who don't realise, uh, Rebecca has her own show here on Plains of Fam, mm. uh, uh, Find Your Bliss, which is aired on uh, every Thursday at 9am. Um, I think what you've just described, I'm sure, will resonate with the vast majority of our mm. listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, the concept of having to wear that armour mm. going into work. Um, I certainly recall days just like that uh, mm-hmm. in, in previous uh, lives <laughs> uh, where... Uh, it felt like it was almost going to battle and mm-hmm. you were having to leave your personality and yourself at the door. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that all feels very familiar. And also uh, how daunting uh, it can be to take mm-hmm. that step. Um, yeah, and, you know, feels like David and Goliath, yeah. right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. You're just this little itty-bitty person and it's mm. kind of like uh, the way life is or, you know, depending on where you're working, how mm. big, you know, because I worked for one of the leading banks, so mm-hmm. I felt like me in the bank mm. and you know literally I had people saying to me that I wasn't I was going to fail mm-hmm. when I left banking mm-hmm. that I was going to go out into the wilderness and yep. die yep. literally I even <clears throat> had one woman who like literally scoffed at me mm. like when I told her what I was going to do mm. and she she laughed and scoffed and said oh, I had a friend who did that and she couldn't make it work So, of course, the inference is you're not going to be successful either. Mm -hmm. The universe was very kind to me, though, because I did have a moment after I spoke in an event called Wanderlust. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a huge crowd. It was like 300 people. It was my first ever gig. And again, that got lined up in such a beautiful, synchronistic way. And I walked back in and somebody to the bank, I had to go back for something. And somebody said to me, how did the event go? And I said, oh, it was amazing. And it literally was like... I had first ever talk, right? If you want to have a sign that you're doing the right thing, I said to 300 people, right, who would like to do some work with me, etc. at the end of, you know, because I was talking about being powerful and authentic, mm-hmm. and I got ambushed 
as I walked off yeah, the stage. Yeah. So it was great to be able to literally go back into that banking environment and say, this was my experience. Mm. And I wasn't skating. I was just saying the truth, right, yeah. of what had occurred. Mm. So it was a spectacular moment because I was like, thank you so much for doubting me because mm. what your doubt has increased my self-belief. Mm-hmm. I love so, that. But having that ability, right, is so important. Mm-hmm. Whenever you see something that is not to your liking and your reality, look for the benefit of it. Mm. That's so important as a leader. You know, if you mm. have somebody who's hating you, it's like, this is awesome mm. because I'm making an impact. Like somebody's mm. actually been affected by what I'm saying. So therefore, they're actually taking time to respond. Yeah. That's yeah, and recognizing that. Yeah. Yep. And I think incredibly timely when we find ourselves in the world that we do, and I'm going to mm-hmm. be definitely um, picking your brains on this a little bit later on in the show, mm-hmm. as to um, how leaders, decision makers can make the most out of adversity, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, whether yeah. it's um, what someone has said to you or to them, uh, or what is happening within our wider environment. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the skills and the um, the knowledge and insight that you have to bring, I think, will be beneficial to many. Mm-hmm. Now, we have heard how you've walked away from, or stepped away mm-hmm. from the, the banking world. You've had an incredible experience at your first mm-hmm. you know, public speaking moment in mm-hmm. front of 300 people. Now, I know um, from speaking with you uh, a lot that it's led to overseas travel. It's led to mm-hmm. meeting mm-hmm. some quite phenomenal people mm-hmm. and, and, and working alongside them. So how about you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I guess when I first um, when I first started going, how's my life going to change? I was very interested in personal development. You know, I've always has been. I read The Road Less Travelled by uh, M. Scott Peck when I was like 15. Um, recommend it to everybody. Mm. However, what I did when I got home from banking is I did a lot of personal development. I did a lot of online learning. Mm. Um, I was sourcing information from overseas mostly. So through that, I discovered Finer Minds, which is the very start of Mind Valley. And that's how I discovered Christy Marie Sheldon, who is one of their biggest selling authors. She has, um, you know, programs on Mind Valley as well that you can access. But I did one of her programs, and to be fair, at the time, um, it didn't probably land as deeply. But I knew that I loved it enough to want to continue on, and I ended up doing her intuitive life coach training, mm-hmm. which was for about eight months. And you know, the reality is, long story short the belief and keeping connected to the energy of what it was that she was offering, I ended up actually working for her as a coach, which is pretty spectacular really because, you know, one of seven coaches worldwide, only one in New Zealand, one other person in Australia, everybody else is in the States. Mm. And, you know, she has been on webinars where there have been 50,000 people through Mind Valley. So, and having met Vishen Lakiani as well, you know, Mind Valley, if anybody doesn't know it, it's one of the biggest personal development companies in the world. When it was 2000, oh, was it 2016, seeing a Vishen on stage with Christy, and at that point in time, he said the company was worth $150 million. Yeah. But they've also been through their own process of thinking, oh my goodness, we're going to lose all of this, Mm -hmm. or, you know, because everybody goes through challenges. That's the beautiful thing about business. It is for your conscious evolution, Mm. right? And realizing that, that whatever is occurring is helping you to grow and develop and become the person that you wish to become. That's the point. (laughs) 
Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. Yeah. And once again, a really beautiful place to take a bit of a breather. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to um, enjoy the sounds of Oasis with their uh, famous song, Wonderwall. And when we come back, we'll, uh, we'll hear more about um, perhaps my reflections on working alongside you, Beck, and also mm -hmm where we find you today and mm -hmm. where you see yourself and your amazing story taking you into the into the future. So sit back and enjoy Wonderful by Oasis. be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you by now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do i don't believe that anybody feels the way i do about you now backbeat the word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out Sure, you've heard it all before, but you never really had a doubt. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. And all the roads we have to walk are winding, and all the lights that lead us there are blinding. There are many things that I
Welcome back. You've just listened to Wonderwall by Oasis. You're listening to Business Leaders New Zealand here on Plains FM 96.9. For those just tuning in, we are joined by Rebecca Davison. Rebecca is an intuition expert, spiritual guide and change facilitator for individuals and business leaders alike. In the first half of the show, we've heard about where uh, Rebecca has come from, the fact that she's a, a local Christchurch-born lass with incredible um, story of overseas travel, of um, overcoming the struggles within the nine-to-five business world, of working in banking, uh, being highly successful within it, uh, but finding her calling uh, within the intuitive um, coaching uh, world, uh, making an impact for business leaders and for entrepreneurs um, across New Zealand and overseas. So bringing it back to where we are today, mm-hmm. um, and perhaps some reflections uh, for myself. So I, I stepped out of the corporate world myself three years ago, gosh, almost four years ago now, um, and uh, began my own, own business. And one thing that uh, I wasn't aware of, and I think most business owners aren't aware of when they first start out, is that one of the biggest challenges isn't the finance, it isn't securing the uh, the leads and the new clients, it's actually the challenge of um, ourselves and what's mm. going on within our minds and probably also within our hearts. Now, for me, um, I wasn't aware of it at the time, but I had some pretty massive blocks around my relationship with money mm-hmm. uh, and about receiving and asking for mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. Uh, often being the superhero and trying to do everything myself. Now, I'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but a lot of that I wouldn't have become aware of if it wasn't for my conversations that I've had with you, Beck. Mm. Um, so those things that I've described, are, are they common challenges that you find business owners experiencing? Or? Yeah. Um, what people don't realise, and I love this, right, because I, I really want to give some value to people. People don't realise how powerful they are, but they also don't know what they don't know. And... If you're not asking deeper questions, right, because the the point of being in business is really getting to know yourself so you can be the person that you wish to become. If you're not asking yourself where you have blind spots, you are going to be, you know, you're going to be left behind because somebody who is, somebody who's asking themselves the deeper questions, like what is it that I'm not seeing? What is my relationship with money? Because it is a relationship. Mm. Do I feel good about it? Do I trust it? Do I feel safe around it? If you're not asking yourself those kind of questions, it's going to impact your ability to become profitable. And it's not just about money. It's also about, you know, one thing that I see a lot with female entrepreneurs is visibility. They don't feel safe to put themselves out there because they're fearful of being criticized or attacked probably relevant to everybody, right? But of course, if you don't put yourself out there and let people know what you have to offer, then people can't find you, they can't invest in you, they can't pay you. Um, So yeah, people don't realise how powerful they are, but they also don't know what they don't know, which is your beliefs create your reality. 
If you do not believe in yourself, you will not go far. If you do not believe in yourself, you will listen to external noise and never more so than what is happening at the moment, mm. right, in regards to corona. And, like, we, we had this conversation just before, right? Mm. Like, what is happening at the moment? You really want to check yourself and notice what your emotional response to it is because what you literally see is who you are. Mm-hmm. So if you're seeing fear right now, you want to be brave enough to ask yourself those questions. What's going on inside of me that my filter is set to that? Mm. Am I listening to the noise out there and that's creating an emotional reaction in me? Because if you're a leader, you really need to get on top of that quick. Yep, you need to do the inner work. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, it, I would literally say, like what you said before, it's 80-20. Mm. You know, 80% is your internal, mm-hmm. which is where your intuition comes in to support you, to tell you, hey, like often, for example, when somebody gets triggered by something, you know, they have in a circumstance and they're like, oh my God, you know, I'm so angry or I'm so frustrated. That is your soul telling you something is out of alignment. This needs to be healed rather than going, oh, that person's a such and such, right? Mm-hmm. Or going into a bit of ego or conflict, blame, judgment, because that in your work environment mm-hmm decreases your productivity, it slows down your ability to get to your end result, mm-hmm. it's huge. Yeah. And as a leader, you need to be all over that. So yeah. there is much greater need for business leaders to have the emotional intelligence mm-hmm. to be able to be more authentic and yeah. say, hey guys, this is not working. Yeah. Let's come together and have a conversation and be honest, not just about what's occurring, but how we're feeling. Because mm-hmm. most people stay stuck in their head in these sort of conversations. Mm-hmm. And then people walk away from the table going, that didn't solve anything. Yeah. Gosh, that's such powerful advice mm-hmm. and so uh, current, so in alignment with where we are today. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what's happening in, in the world, we'll certainly reflect on this a little bit more. But I feel that um, the traditional business model of the um, do as we say, mm-hmm. um, follow instruction is fundamentally being challenged at the core. Mm -hmm. And now we're seeing the businesses that are really flourishing, are really Mm -hmm. making an impact, are those that have the trust in their people, that are rewarding authenticity, that are training and upskilling their people within the emotional intelligence side Mm -hmm. of things, where we're now beginning to understand that our brains do have some plasticity, Mm -hmm. that we can actually change and develop the way in which we think and the way in which we behave. What you're describing and the way in which you are upskilling individuals and groups is so powerful and so needed right now. Um, oh, I just need to explore this more, really. So mm-hmm. you were describing before how within your um, own experience within the banking world where you felt like you had to put that armour on mm-hmm. in order to walk through the door, um, that's clearly in conflict with what you're just describing, mm-hmm. where you need to be vulnerable. <laughs> yes. You need to be seen as yes. an effective leader. You yeah. need to be able to demonstrate that you can take on feedback yes. and be all the better for it. And as a leader, you need to be the one who goes first. Mm. You need Mm. to be the person who's offering the vulnerability and the authenticity. We need leaders who are going to actually say, I feel scared. Mm -hmm. I feel embarrassed. I feel humiliated. I feel upset. I feel angry. Because that's what people are craving because there's such a big expectation out there that people will go to work and they'll leave their emotions at the door. But that's not who we are. Right? A big part of who we are is an emotional being. And our emotions are always telling us something. You know, I always say about emotions, 
what they are telling you is true, but you always want to check the belief. Because in that moment, the experience you're having is true for you. Mm. However, the emotion may have been caused by a false belief. So feel the emotion, but check the belief. But we need leaders to do that. We mm. need them to be the ones who are going to say that. Because you think about it. If you go into a business meeting and you had a leader say, I feel humiliated, everybody is going to open their heart and look to find a solution Right? But we need to have courage to do that. We need to be the people who are going to open our hearts to go. Even though I might be fearful of what somebody's going to say, because I've brought vulnerability, everybody else automatically goes into that state. Because again, emotions are contagious. So if you can have a, a leader say that, yeah. you are going to be able to get to an outcome so much quicker, so mm. much faster. Yeah. And in this day and age, if people don't, if people are demanding it, mm-hmm. right? They're demanding authenticity and they're also demanding wisdom. Mm. And there is wisdom in being vulnerable and having the courage to do that. Because you walk away out of that meeting going, I have so much more respect for that mm. person mm-hmm. because they are like me. Yes. They have feelings Mm -hmm. just like me, Mm -hmm. and they're looking to deal with them just like me, which kind of comes back to where imposter syndrome comes Mm -hmm. from, Mm -hmm. right? We feel imposter syndrome because we think that we're the only one feeling this way. So if you have a leader who is a leveler, right, I'm an emotional being too, so are you, let's acknowledge it, everybody is going to be so much more invested in that common goal Mm -hmm. and, and, and getting you the outcome. You know, you're going to have your staff are going to be so loyal. Mm-hmm. They're going to love you yeah. because you're showing them you're just like them. Yeah, totally. And I'm just thinking as, as you're speaking around some of the um, the high performing entrepreneurial business leaders that I follow on podcasts, on YouTube, uh, there seems to be a big explosion at the moment of some really amazing thought leaders coming mm-hmm. through, particularly from the States. We've got uh, obvious people like Gary Vee, um, uh, Tom Bilyeu, yeah, he's great. Um, Simon Sinek, mm-hmm. uh, high demand uh, individuals who have all been incredibly successful, but all seem to be following a very similar um, formula mm-hmm. where vulnerability first, mm-hmm. um, authenticity, um, uh, the ability to show uh, themselves as being vulnerable as a strength. Mm-hmm. And it's what you were um, kind of gravitating towards is it's not what you're saying or how you're saying, it's, mm-hmm. it's the feeling that you give. And I think yes. that's what people remember the most. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not exactly what you've, you've uh, you know, stated in a mm-hmm. speech or in a, in a group situation, but it's how people have been left to feel afterwards. And if they feel good about that individual or that message, then they're mm-hmm. going to follow. Um, yes. So critical, so critical. That's why, as a leader too, you need to learn how to read energy. Mm. Because if you go into your work environment and you ask somebody how they're feeling and they say, I feel fine, Mm. they're probably conditioned to say that, Mm -hmm. right? Whereas they might be really struggling with the fact that their mother's ill Mm -hmm. or they're having trouble in their relationship, Mm. right? You need to be aware enough and be able to read people's energy to go, actually, you're telling me that you're fine? Come and sit in my office and tell me what's going on for you because I can tell that you're not fine. Mm. Again, that is going to take the level of loyalty and respect into a whole different dimension because the people are going to be like, oh, my goodness, you care about me. Mm -hmm. You've taken 20 minutes out of your time Mm. to actually acknowledge my feelings. Yes, 
Yeah, it's yeah. really awesome. And what just sprang to mind there was uh, in the last 24 hours, I think it's been, uh, our Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern, um, teamed up with uh, a couple of the, um, the, the, the the public faces of the science and, and biochemistry community and did a, um, a presentation Q&A session specifically for a children's audience. Mm-hmm. How awesome. Mm-hmm. How in touch with the pulse of mm-hmm. society to mm-hmm. go ahead and do that. I bet you there's no other leader around the globe that's even thought to do that. Yeah, um, pretty lucky. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, personally, I feel incredibly fortunate that we have someone like that in in the power seat right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, we'll we'll um, we'll take another break. In the next section, we'll focus and hone in on um, obviously around the, the current events right now, and perhaps some of the top tips and thoughts that, that you and I have around that, and what mm-hmm. that could hopefully help mm-hmm. um, the business community and obviously uh, the wider community. You're listening to Plains FM ninety six point nine, and this is a very upbeat uh, song by Blur, and it's called. Woohoo! <laughs> 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 Oh, 
Welcome back to Business Leaders New Zealand here on Plains FM 96.9. Now, you just listened to Blair with Woohoo, uh, just to change up the pace and the mood of things, really. But, I mean, ultimately, we, we can't ignore the, uh, the, the the global and local events that are taking place currently. Um, and I think if there was ever a time to shine some light on some best practices for our own health and for the health of our teams um, uh, within the, the broader business community and beyond, I think there's no better person to be speaking to right now, in all honesty. Um, Beck has certainly shone some light on uh, my own <laughs> uh, blocks and uh, things that were standing in my way when it came to thriving in the in the business world. So, I mean, Beck, obviously, um, it is uh, dark times. Um, I certainly feel that there is a bit of a cloud over our heads at the moment. Um, so for yourself, um, what would be some of the top tips or advice uh, to those who are perhaps feeling a little bit under the, the weather with mm-hmm. what's happening today. Going back to what I said previously is that you're more powerful than you realise. And mm. one of the most powerful things you have is your ability to focus your attention on mm. where you want it to be. So the ability to learn that with every cloud there is a silver lining. So look for it. What is the great things that are coming out of this situation? Um, One of the things that I've seen massively is just a sense of unity, which is what the world has desperately needed for a long time. So a lot of people in my community are actually celebrating this event because they feel like it's the birth of something new. And it feels like things are speeding up. Um, But first and foremost check yourself and it may sound a little corny but it's appropriate are you choosing fear or are you choosing the opposite which is love a lot of people think it's hate and love and it's not fear is the opposite of love so what are you doing right now that is loving are you being very aware of where you're focusing your attention on social media for me it's been amazing because I've seen all these people who are going take care of yourself look after yourself you know this is an amazing opportunity they're not really talking about the fear etc again because I've created that for myself as well that's where I choose to place my attention look for the opportunities this can be really exciting what do we need to learn from this but check yourself and notice what's going on for you because that will be telling You know, we talked about that, right? When you squeeze an orange juice, what Mm. comes out is... Squeeze an orange, what comes out is orange juice. Mm. What's happening when you're getting squeezed? Mm. Is fear coming out? That means fear needs to be addressed with inside of yourself. What else are you afraid of? You know, the thing about fear, which is really fascinating, and that's why I love Tim Ferriss, schedule it. Schedule things that you're afraid of, move up to them, and they disappear If you have that as a skill set, that is going to take you so far as an entrepreneur Mm. to constantly move yourself outside of your comfort zone. If you are afraid and you're a leader, 
say so, mm. right? Stand up and say, you know, I'm fearful, but this is what I'm choosing to do because that's all we really have is our ability to choose where we're going to place our attention. Mm -hmm. So choose love. Right, choose to focus on things that actually can be really beneficial. Write out how this could be beneficial for your business. Mm -hmm. Train your brain to look for the opportunity. And even though there might be something that's outside of your comfort zone in this situation, what would it take to reach for it? Because it could throw you into a whole different paradigm that you haven't yet experienced. Mm -hmm. So yeah. really starting to think a little bit more creatively in yeah. these circumstances. I love that. I love the fact that you mentioned Tim Ferriss. Uh, and I know Tom Bilyeu is the same as well, where they both advocate that um, uh, lean into discomfort. Yeah, run towards fear. To yeah. Run towards mm. fear. Mm. If there's something you're afraid of, mm. because fear really is an illusion. Mm -hmm. Like as soon as you, like for a bungee jump, you might be afraid of doing mm. that. But once you've done it, you're not afraid of it anymore. Mm -hmm. It's the same with anything else that you're afraid of. Mm. If you want to run up to it, it's literally like a mirage. It kind of just disappears. Yeah. Yeah. So Tim actually does fear scheduling where he mm. goes every single week, he's going to do something he's afraid of. Yeah. Yeah. You think about it, if you're living in that space, which I do too, mm -hmm. you get to a stage where you realise that if you're not pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, you actually feel uncomfortable. Mm. I know that's weird, right? <laughs> no, I'll, but, I'll be yeah. honest. No, I, if you'd asked me maybe a couple of years ago, yeah, mm -hmm. I'd be like, what are you talking about? But mm -hmm. no, I get it because mm. I, I too have built that into my daily practice. Yeah. So I'm doing cold showers. Mm -hmm. I'm getting up at five in the morning to mm -hmm. do yoga and, and all sorts of swimming in the ocean every day. Yeah, which are not regardless. comfortable things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, especially when it's like uh, weather at the moment where it's rain and clouds. <laughs> yeah. Everyone thinks I'm crazy, but yeah. maybe I've become the local crazy. But but you've become the superhero that you talked about, uh, right? Well, yeah, yeah. And in times like this, uh, yes, it's it's awful and I'm spending time explaining it to my kids and trying to uh, make sense of it with my partner. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm also seeing the opportunities that are mm -hmm. arising from it mm -hmm. and, and running to it. Mm -hmm. I can see there's a lot of work ahead of, uh, of for me and my business and my peers um, whereas the, the temptation could equally be to hide under the covers yeah. and just hope for the best yeah. um, and ultimately it comes from uh, where our minds and, and hearts yes. are and how we manage this yeah and who mm. you're spending time with yes hugely important mm. you know if people are complaining find people who are choosing inspiration yeah you know absolutely. have a have a chat have a conversation with somebody mm. who can lift you up yeah because it's going to do massive things for your perspective Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, I love the work that I do because mm -hmm. it's all about living in spirit, yep. which is inspiration yep. and helping people to focus their attention on that because that's where creativity comes from. Mm -hmm. That's where those blissed, joyful, expanded feelings come from. You know, people need to express yep. whether whatever it is. However, there's ways of learning how to do it in a way that's healthy and balanced and gets you to where you want to go. Yeah. And I can't think of anyone better within Christchurch and in New Zealand, if I'm honest, who is in a position to do that, to to help navigate, uh, to self-audit, mm -hmm. to um, understand that um, lots of the feelings that you may be experiencing today are actually coming from past hurts yes. and need to be addressed. Now, we are super lucky that Beck does the Find uh, Find Your Bliss uh, show live uh, an hour each week here on Plains FM on Thursdays from 9am. The back catalogue is available on the Plains FM website. Um, there's also lots of um, material on YouTube and on your um, uh, intuitive 
uh, Living Life Academy Life Academy website. Mm-hmm. Um, and also for those who are in a position to do so, I strongly recommend reaching out to Beck to have professional development coaching either as individuals. Do you also do team sessions and training workshops? Yeah, for, for I do business? workshops. More probably around things like what it takes to be a, um, a good listener. Mm. You know, good listening is an act of love. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to receive each other, you know, because you can only really be present to somebody else's emotions to mm. the extent that you've been present to your own. Mm. Um, one of the big things I actually help people to do, even though it sounds bizarre, is to feel their feelings, mm. to be present to them. A lot of people often have resistance around that because we're taught that we need to live in our heads. Yeah. So the process is about really coming into your heart space and into your body. When you're in your body, it's easier to trust your intuition because you know it's not coming from your mind. Mm-hmm. A lot of people ask me that question, what's the difference between my fear and my intuition? One of the answers as I would say, well, where is it located? If it's in your mind, I would probably disregard it. If it's in your body, then you probably want to take more attention to it. Mm, yeah. yeah, and it really resonates because that's the consistent message that I'm seeing across the across my social media spaces, perhaps because that's because I've self-audited and mm-hmm. removed a lot of the negativity over the years. Now it's a case of um, under pressure, um, real opportunities to thrive Mm-hmm. come from um, yes. so long as you are managing what's going on inside first totally yeah. mm. doesn't is it um isn't it it's ironic i think mm. it's chinese and the chinese symbols mm-hmm. crisis one of the symbols means opportunity mm-hmm. so, so there we go that's where we are right now <laughs> so um for a bit of a last minute plug in terms of people getting in touch with you is there a particular web, web address or website they should search yeah probably the best place to go is my web personal website which is just www.rebeccadavison which is d-a-v-i-s-o-n dot life l-i-f-e uh, if people want to be supported in a day to day basis they can find me on Facebook under the Intuitive Life Academy and best to find the group and mm. ask to join that yeah strongly so, recommend it it's a great group very amazing people. Beck, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a real pleasure. Um, some real gems in amongst the, our conversation. I know it'll be lots of people scribbling like mad, taking notes. So mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you very much for having me. My pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning in to Business Leaders New Zealand here on Plains FM 96.9. The show comes to you each fortnight on Mondays from 11am and recordings of past shows will be available on the website businessleadersnz.co.nz and in time will be available on iTunes and Spotify. A big thank you to our sponsors Advanced Safety. Be sure to reach out to the team at advancedsafety.co.nz to book your free 15-minute consult and begin that process of tackling health and safety once and for all. Be sure to join the discussion group as well on Facebook on Business Leaders New Zealand, where you can post your questions, share your stories, and tell us what you think of the show. So wherever you happen to be, keep pushing, keep positive. There is a silver lining. 